here today with Coach Kevin Pettis. Uh, been a head coach in Georgia, head coach in Florida, and uh, met him last year at FACA. He's real active in the FACA officer, I believe. Is that true? Uh, I was FHSA board member, yes. FHSA board member, okay. I knew that. And I uh, actually met him last year at the FACA conference, and, I mean, we hit it off, and it was like we'd known each other forever. Started telling stories, and, and he, he, you know, we – Found out and knew some of the same people, and uh, Coach James Thompson told me he absolutely had to be the first one on here. I know he coached at Pacelli House. He's a head coach at Pacelli High School, left there, and went to Dr. Phillips in Orlando, and then left there and went to, what was the name DeLand. of the place? DeLand, and then left DeLand and went to um, Crestview. Cre oh, I, I missed Crestview. It was Crestview, and then Seabree, what was it? Seabree? No, then it was uh, 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 Sebastian River down by Vero Beach. Sebastian River, and then from Sebastian River to Childs. Correct, yep. <clears throat> and then this last year served as OC at Mariana. And, um, Coach, I know one thing that made me laugh is, I mean, I guess because I know about where Pacelli was, and, you know, they won a state championship last year in GIA, but the story you told about going to interview for that job, <laughs> something about when you rode up, who was coming out or something. I can't remember, but just. <laughs> hey, I tell you, man. I thought about that since FACA. No joke. So I go up there, and I we just won a state championship in Perry in Taylor County, Florida. And uh, I was like, you know, it's time for me to go be a head coach. And all I'd ever dreamed about. And so I got on that Georgia dent, and I started looking. This is uh at this point in time, it was probably 99. I remember everybody was scared to death that the damn banks, the uh, um, credit cards weren't going to work when we got to the new year, you know, because the computers are supposed to reset. It's going to be the end of the world. Why 2K going to kill us? 2K going to kill us. I remember staying up, <laughs> waiting to see what happened. <laughs> and the lights didn't go off. Everything, the, the time on the TV changed like it was supposed to. So anyway... Um, I'd already I'd, uh, sent in the, my, my resume, and, I, and the reason I was looking at it, I was like, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm going to be very good at this thing. And that was honest got truth. I, I, I've been an assistant coach, and I loved what I was doing. I was OC, and I just loved what I was doing. But I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be very good at this. So I, you know, I'm going to go out there and find a job that I can't fail at, that it can't be terrible. I, no matter what, I'll be better. And so, sure enough, I, I got that Pacelli job, or I applied for the Pacelli job. And the principal called me, set up an interview, and I'm like, heck yeah, man. I'll come in there and talk to y'all for sure. And um, I remember I left Perry that day in my truck, drove up there, and got there on K-Surf on Pacelli High School, and it was an afternoon job and or afternoon interview, and so I'm sitting there or early or the evening interview. And so the guy called me and said, "Well, depending on the the number of interviewees, he says, do you want the first or the last?" Well, I always heard that the first impressions were best, but the last impressions were better, you know. So I said, "I want to go last," and he goes, "And I, I, I I'm serious, Chris. I thought." They've got to be something, because I, I was thinking, he goes, when he was telling me, and um, I can't think of the principal's name, 
right now, but he goes. Uh, was it John Albert? No, John Albert was my guy though. He was there when I was there. But well, I got some stories about that too. <laughs> and Doctor Swearing, golly, I got some stories. But anyway, so when we get there, and um, he goes, uh, he says, Coach, he said we're going to do an afternoon interviews. The interviews are going to start. He goes, you know, you're my uh, my second call. He says the uh, interviews are going to start at uh, six o'clock. Not six o'clock. So we're going to give everybody 45 minutes, 15 minute break, and then on the hour we'll start up. Okay? He said you'll be first or last. I said I want to be last. He said we'll make you last. He said I'll give you a call when it gets closer. I said awesome. Uh, that's great. And so. <laughs> About three days before the interview, he calls me after it closed the coach. And now they're starting at 5 o'clock or something, like, whatever it was. He calls the coach, your interview's at 6. <laughs> so there's two of you. <laughs> there's two. Right. Good God. And, and there was some guy on the vent. He's it, it, something. I can't remember his name, but he was like Pacelli Glenn or Hardaway Glenn or something crazy oh yeah glennis hardaway yeah 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 that guy yeah he was like a um adult special needs guy that like followed thousand percent yeah and he was like a huge fan and that was like his way to you know that was his like he couldn't play you know he wasn't an athlete but that was like his way to be active and involved and so like i'm sitting there getting emails like eight a day from this guy to the point I'm like hey dude I, I like I can't just answer your email, you know. Yeah, he's like a super fan. <laughs> super fan, yeah, unreal. And so, um, anyway, so uh, the uh, so the interview comes, and I walk in there, and I'm I mean I'm in a tie, and you know me now, I don't wear ties. <laughs> That's the last time I wore a tie. Swear, honest God, last time I wore a tie, and this is like, and it was so cold up there in Columbus, it was like. February. And look, I was so broke, dude. I drove my truck. I left Perry that morning or that afternoon. We drove straight to Columbus, interviewed, and drove straight back. So I get there and uh, uh, I'm sitting out there on this church pew out there in the hallway because it was connected to a school, to a church, St. Anne. And I'm sitting out there on this, this pew and um, I got there a little bit early because I didn't want to be late. And by that time, the door opens. And I'm waiting. Seems walking out. Nobody's walking. I hear some like metal clanking on the door and shit like that. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and by that time, I was looking. How you kind of trying to look away? And out the corner of my eye, dude, I see some feet coming out near the thing, but they weren't walking. <laughs> and. <laughs> I look up, and the guy just kind of wheels out the wheelchair. <laughs> wheels right past me. And I said, well, hell, I got to be able to get this shot. <laughs> if I don't get this shot, we in trouble. Like, I'm, I'm just going to go back, be an OC coach, no line, and I got to be happy with that guy. They ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I walk in there, and the whole time I'm in that interview, 
and they're popping questions up at me. I'm thinking, like, guys, are we really doing this? Like, are we, are we going through this? Are we going through the process? I just need to know if we're going through the process. <laughs> but y'all can end this right now. Like, what? Give me the job. So, I remember, let me tell you something. I remember sitting down for that interview with Shelly, and I'm going to be honest, I tell people this all the time. Dude, I've had, and I, and I talk about two jobs that I've had in my life. Honest to God, I talk about, and I tell people, I say, guys, I've applied for jobs, and I've gotten two jobs, my first two jobs. The first job was a job that nobody in the country wanted. Nobody. Nobody wanted that Pichelli job. Me and the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I applied for this job, and I think he, he, he was like, he did something with the church, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know how he got in there. And I was like, and then I, and I had a job at Dr. Phillips where 255 people applied, a job everybody wanted, you know? And I love that job at Kelly, but I remember when um, I got the job, that the, the, the principal calls me and he, uh, he says, Coach, and I'll never forget, and the reason I brought that up was it was, the same day as this, it was like New Year's Eve, or like it was like I'm I'm waiting on the daggum world to end, right? And he calls me that that early evening and says, "Hey, would you come be? I need you to be our AD." And um, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I I'll take it." And I remember I go up there and there's a guy that was the um, that took the job for one year, Nathan Rustin. I don't know if anybody remembers that name, but he was a uh, play for Coach Brown at Alabama. He was a Phoenix City legend. In fact, there was a picture in his office of a picture of him um, in Phoenix City, Coach Brown, and uh, who was the, the governor of uh, Alabama that got shot? Wallace. Something Wallace. Yeah. George Wallace. George Wallace. There's a picture of Nathan Bear Bryant and George Wallace. Where he when he signed or whatever in his office, and uh, I was like, dude, that's pretty cool there. But uh, he ended up being the assistant principal. God rest his soul. Anyway, so we, we get there, and he was the one showing us around. So I go for the interview, and then he was going to take me around and show me the facilities. And we got in the we were walking down the hall, and he said. Uh, and I'll never forget, I mean, I almost can remember who was on. I remember the classroom. They taught science in there for, for, forever. And I can remember the, um, he was walking me around. And as we start walking across the parking lot to the, to the gym, he said, Coach, I, I, I said, look, I've just been, I, I just got to ask you. I said, what is it, Coach? And he goes, I looked at your resume, and he goes, um, <laughs> did they fire you in Perry in Taylor County? I said, no. They didn't fire me. He goes, well, then why in the world would you want this job? I said, coach, I was like, I'm just trying to break you into being a head coach, and I thought it was a good job. He goes, well, I said, why did you do it last year? He goes, well, I'm going to be honest with you. The only reason I did it was I didn't want the program to die. He goes, I've been here forever, and I just didn't. Didn't want it to die. So anyway, 
we're walking around. Nathan Russell, great dude. And so we're walking around, and he showed me the facility. He goes, this is the gym. And I was like, that's awesome. And he goes, this is the lock. Everything was good. I said, well, where's the weight room? He goes, well, he said, I'm going to be honest with you. He says, uh, he goes, back when I was in school, when I went to Alabama, you know, weightlifting, what? You know, we didn't do a whole lot of lifting weight. He goes, so we really didn't utilize it. I said, okay, well, can I see the, 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 the area? He goes, yeah. He goes, um, he takes us into the weight room. Coach, I promise you, it's a great big old area. Half of it was, you know, you remember those little office partitions with like, like foam board or, or pin boards where you get, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, they had half of it pinned off, like with those little things all the way across. And I, I want to say Cobus or Corbus or somebody that was the principal's name. Now that I just remember. Anyway, and so they were all roped off. And, um, there was a old universal machine where you had bench press on one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Little, little yeah. You just had benches and you just kind of rotated around. That's all they had in there. And I'm like, Coach, are you? Like, and at the time, Georgia didn't have weightlifting as a sport, but in Florida we did, you know, and I did it when I was in high school. The coach is this all that they have? He goes, yeah, this is it. I'm like, oh, my God, there's no way. So, and he looked at me, he goes, this is no joke, we're walking across. I said, do they have any uh, film of, of what they, how they did everything, you know, from the last year's team? He goes, yeah, I'll give you every one of them. He gave them to me, and uh, we're walking across the parking lot, and I'm like, Coach, um, how, was it, how, how did it get this way? He goes, well, look here, Coach. He goes, I'm, he was, and now, Nathan Rustin, anybody, anybody out there that knows Nathan Rustin was the greatest person I had ever met in my life. He was, he was, my, he was my relief because every time it got bad, I would go see Nathan. Nathan would be like, Coach, hang in there. Hang in. So as we were walking across the parking lot, he said, Coach, he goes, um, I don't know if uh, you know this, but the guy that interviewed before you was in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I got here early. He goes, yeah. He was in a wheelchair, so you know he can't show, demonstrate how to block and tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, so hell, I'm sure you got the job. <laughs> I like, well, can I get some feel for where you Y'all play like he goes, yeah, he goes, coach, he goes, he, he was like, he goes, I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed by it. But I did it because I was just the AD, and I was doing it for a year, and it was just, I'm, I'm about to retire, and I just, I did it so that the program, they asked me to do it for one year so they could find the coach. I was like, all right, cool. And so, uh, he goes, he gave me the film. Hey, and I promise you, Lamb, this is no joke. So I take it home. I'm so excited. I can barely wait to get home. I get home. It's late. And I go in there, and I and I, and I I put it in VCR. That's how long ago it was. And I'm watching it, Coach. The first game I watched was Pacelli versus Central Talbot. Ooh-wee. Yeah. And it was so bad. 
And I look at it, I'm watching. And I got, and I'm looking at it, and this is the first game. And so I'm watching it, and I'm like, what? And I look down there on the sideline from how Pacelli filmed it. And they was the guy down there. They were, I don't remember if they were paint, spray painting a one to make it a seven or I don't know what they were doing, <laughs> but they were making it so it was an eligible number. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, and I just come off of at Perry where it beat Cluiston for the state championship. And I'm thinking, there is no way this is happening right here in front of me. There ain't no way. <laughs> we paint numbers on jerseys. On jerseys. Like, it is unreal. And I'm like, oh, my God. Ooh, wait. <laughs> it is bad. And let me tell you something. And, when I, and, and they were filming. It, this is about when they filmed everything. Like, you let it run. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they didn't break in and break out the huddle. Break in, it's like from the, the space shuttle or something. Like, like, <laughs> space, space. I'm about, no way. And I remember watching it, and I was getting there. I'm like, what in the world are they doing? And so we watched, I watched this mess. And I'm like, there's no way this is just happening. And so, and I see Central talking to you, and they're warming up, and they're filming them warming up, and they're filming them doing Offensive plays and defense, I'm like, there's no way Pacelli is fixing to beat that bunch. There is no way. Ain't no way. They look like Greek gods. That's going to then I watched them start playing. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm telling you, it was the – it wasn't even a good pillow fight. <laughs> Not even a good pillow fight. I'm like, this is terrible. Awesome. How long did you stay at Pacelli? I was there for five years, and we won 30 games in a row, regular season games in a row. We had three years undefeated. It was great. And I'll never forget, the, probably one of the best moments of my entire head coaching career, which I've been a head coach for 25 years. I'm telling you right now, or 24 years, whatever it is, the best job that we ever done, I'll never forget it. We, we, we beat Miller County where they hadn't lost a region game in forever. And they had Brandon Miller there. Um, and, and we beat them for the uh, region championship. I mean, we won the region championship two or three years in a row there, and or three years in a row. And it was it was phenomenal. It was the, probably the greatest feeling. And I'll never forget, up Pacelli, we had a, 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 a priest, and uh, he was finally an athletic priest. Hold on, I gotta go back. I gotta talk about the priest for a minute, Coach. God, thanks. Listen, so that before, I, then I'm gonna get to Miller County. But listen, we go in that mug, and it's my first year. I was jazzed up. We, me and uh, Nathan are going through the helmets. I said, Coach Russell, what the hell is this? And I pull a helmet out, and I said, I've never seen this in my life. He goes, I said, that's that's old school helmet. I said, it's got webbing. <laughs> I swear, I'm like, dude, there's eight of these. Like, we didn't even play in those. <laughs> no, I'm like, dude, the only thing you could do to that helmet was fold it up and put it in your back pocket. <laughs> I'm serious. Nothing you couldn't do was fold it up and put it in your back pocket. I said, coach. <laughs> Hell, I'm glad nobody's going to jail then. <laughs> so 
never shit. We go in there, and I go to oh, Father Shrek, who was a great dude, love him to this day. He made it work being there, and I, I went up to Father. I said, I got to buy a new helmet. I took the Rodell guy with me, Jim Anderson. I said, Jim, you got to go with me. He goes, why? I said, because ain't nobody going to believe this. We didn't have, this is no joke, we only had 12 helmets. 12 helmets. That was not over 10 years old. Good Lord. As a father, we got to have helmets, and we got to cut a lot of people. And so I remember we ordered helmets. You know, Jim Anderson from Rydell, he got he. He rented me a truck to, to, to move to Columbus. And I remember we were living in an apartment. That You know, and so uh, there was so many. Like, I'm writing a book that I'm going to hopefully one day publish. And I've kept, kept notes from all these, these things, and this is one of them. And I'm like, so me and Jim get there. We got a Rydell truck, and we go, and we we, we, we emptied off in the, in the um in the apartment, I go to the high school and I had some, one of the assistant coaches have uh, the um, kids come and help me move in. I, I'm back there and one of my coaches from Perry goes, see this one kid and it's Matt Jones, who by the way is doing extremely well in his realm. He's in real estate now in Panama City. Love the dude. Matt Jones is the offensive lineman and he walked by and Coach Kazai, who was the guy that helped one of my one of my guys that helped me uh, that I coached with, he looked at old Matt and says, Matt, or says, Hey, son, do you like doing up down? He goes, What's an up down? He said, Oh, don't worry about it. The way this place looks, you'll find out day one what a dad goes. We get there, we move in. And anyway, it, it was a it was an absolute um, the first year, it, 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 it was good. We had some, it, it was just, it, it was so much fun. I was there for five years, and, you know, I remember going through, and, and uh, I asked the principal, uh, Mr. Kobus, I cannot remember. Anyway, I said, can I, um, how many people can I bring in? He said, well, the coach none, zero. I go, what? He goes, None. He said, we, we got to make it work. I said, okay, so who do I have from last year? He gave me their names, and I call all these people. Can you meet with me at this time, this time, this time? Yes. So they come through there, and they said, so I thought I was just interviewing for, that, for the head job. And when he called me, and this is, sounds so pitiful right now. You're going to laugh. And this is in 99. He calls me when he uh, offers me the job. The principal says, hey, uh, we want you to come be the head coach. What would it take to get you here? And I've applied for, like, I was offered verbally the head job at Thomasville High School back in probably 2012 or 13. Um, and the guy said, hey, tell me how many coaches, tell me what it's going to take, blah, blah, blah. Well, so anyway, he says, coach, we want you to come come, come be our head coach. This is the principal. I was like, that's awesome. Will you do it? I'm like, yeah, but how much is it? And uh, he said, well, what would it take to get you here? And I and I thought I was shooting for the stars. And I said, because I thought to myself, I said, look, I'm going to give him a number that he's not going to take, but 
maybe he'll come back and renegotiate. I said, $45,000 and I'm your guy. He said, done. <laughs> that tells you how bad it is here in Florida. But anyway, I said, he goes, done. He goes, but you got to be my AD. Awesome. I'll be your AD. So anyway, I get there and I, and I start calling coaches in. And for everybody that's listening, that's a Columbus, Georgia person. So one of the guys that comes in, he was a young guy, was at uh, Columbus State, majored in uh, education, about to graduate. He comes walking through the door. I says, uh, I call him. His name was Jeff Battles, who is now the AD for uh, Muskogee County. Greatest, love the guy. Oh, meat, meat. That's what, that was a nickname in college. I, the guy what fraternity he was in, but he, he went by me. And so um, we get there, and I call him up and say, hey, uh, Coach Battles, this is so-and-so, Kevin Pettis, can you come by and interview with me? He says, yes, sir, what time? I said, hey, can we do 9 o'clock? And I should have known if he was still in college by the graduate, not to do it 9 o'clock. I said, can you do 9 o'clock on Monday morning? He goes, yes. I said, awesome. So as I'm walking in there and I'm, I'm waiting on him, he's late. I'm like, well, he didn't show up. So I'm walking by. The next thing you know, he walks in with a white shirt. And the reason I know his nickname was Meat was because his undershirt in the back had his fraternity number and the word Meat written across the back of it like a football shirt. <laughs> shirt was so wrinkled. Oh, it looked like a sharp A dog. <laughs> I was like, son, is this, this? Now I'm 30 years old. He's probably 21. I'm like, look, I know I'm far. I'm not that far removed from college, but dang, could you have ironed his shirt? <laughs> Throw it in the dryer or something. Something. He said, Coach, I'm so sorry. I go, hey, look here. I'm going to be real with you, dog. You got the job. Do you want to come back? That's how. That's how it is. That's what I'm starting to see right now. So anyway, it was so much fun at the Chelly. It was the greatest time of my life. Honest to God. Um, was that the place where the coach called you in the middle of the night that you had to come get him? Oh, I'm about to tell you, Randy Grace. <laughs> Just call him out, coach. <laughs> that's my dog. I love him. He's <laughs> he is the Windsor Academy head coach that told me that won the state championship. Is it Windsor Academy? Is that a yeah, 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 Mason. Yeah. 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 So, Grace, love that dude, man. I absolutely love Randy Grace, one of, the, one of my favorite people all the time. So, we're sitting there, dude. I swear to God. I used to have to, I think I let you listen to it at this, the clinic, right? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs>
spread it out. I said, but I could, I'd use you as the defense coordinator. He goes, all right. He goes, but I've, I've never coached defense. I said, I'll teach you everything you need to know. So he, I, he, listen, and I hate to say this on live television or radio, whatever it is, but here's what I'm telling you. And he'll tell you the biggest scam ever committed. I got so many Randy Gray stories on the history of education. I said, Randy, we got a computer science job open. Have you ever taken computer science? He said, no. I said, all right, well, are you interested in computer science? He said, not really. I said, okay, Randy. I said, um, do you own a computer? <laughs> he goes, no. <laughs> Have you ever taken a computer class in your life? He said, I've taken a typing class. I'm like, shit, son. <laughs> I go, do you have a computer? School? Yes. Deal. Here's what we're going to do, bud. You need to tell these people you're going to get your master's in computer science. He goes, yeah. I said, that's it. That's all you got to do, bud. So we go there, and we get him the job in computer science. So he becomes a very interesting part. Like, the biggest claim to fame he has, in my opinion, other than winning a state championship at Windsor and all that, was this. And we played at Pacelli when it was playing in the GHSA. You know that. And I was region coach of the year three years in a row, whatever. I mean, we played when it was real. It was Taylor County. It was... Miller County. I mean, it was a great little deal. And so uh, he shut he shut out Brooks on three years in a row. Three zeros. That was our big deal. And so, anyway, he gets the job there. Such a great dude. Loved Randy Gray. So anyway, he became friends with people in town. And so the, we'd paint the field on Thursday nights. So we'd go out there painting Um He'd go out on Thursday because, you know, Columbus is still a college town with Columbus State there, right? People, so that's a, for he was a young kid, not married, you know, and so he would go out on Thursday nights. Well, so we kind of got on a winning streak. Like, and, and at one time we had Randy Grace, the Mathis guy who is the uh, AD at Columbus High, Jeff Battles, who's the county AD. I mean, we had a great little staff there. And so he, uh, <laughs> so Randy Grace, we kind of got on a Street, and he'd go out on Thursday nights. And, uh, or on Wednesday nights. It was Wednesday nights. He'd go out on Wednesday nights. He was some, some buddies, so he'd go out on Wednesday night, and everything was good. There's a place there in, in Columbus called the Brickyard or something like that, or Brick House, something like that, or I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but anyway, um, what, what's the downtown of Atlanta that they um, went off and tried to make their own city? Peachtree uh, or something. Oh yeah, Peachtree Corners or Peachtree. Like yeah. There, there, there's a there's there was a place there in Columbus that was named the same one of these big restaurants in Atlanta. You know. Anyway, so <laughs> well. Anyway, there's a guy. He comes up to me because he ain't a coach. I ain't gonna put his name like that. But he goes to he says, hey, man, did you get a call from Grace? I said, yeah, like four of them, but I was asleep. Well, 
let me back up. So we 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 painted the field initial paint on Wednesday, then I walked through on Thursday, and then we finished it up Thursday night. Well, so we did the paint job on Wednesday, and we kind of got on a win streak going, and 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 Grace would come in on Thursday, and he wasn't feeling good. So anyway, he said, dude, I can't go out tonight. And I'm like, no, bitch, you going out tonight. I said, we ain't changing what we're doing. We got the field. Don't worry about the field. He said, I, I'm broke. I said, here's 50. Go. Have a good time. So he goes out. <laughs> the next morning, oh, uh, I'll just say that Mr. Batten pulls up. He goes, hey, man. He goes, did you get a call from Grace? I said, yeah, like four, but I had I, I, I was asleep, and then I figured he comes in late anyway. He goes, listen to this. So he pulls up his voicemail, and it's Grace whispering into the phone, whisper yelling into the phone. Hey, and you can hear the sirens going off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, hey, man. He goes, hey. And I can't remember the name. He goes, I'm sitting here and, hey, listen to me. Hey, hey, hey. They locked me in the bathroom. I got locked in the bathroom. I can't go out. He's like, the alarm starts going off. Dude, call me back. I need to go. <laughs> and about this time, you hear all these irons going on. He goes, oh, my God. The cops are at the door. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? It's your fault. For him at Aquinas, by the way. Oh, did? You? Yeah, he's a different dude. Different dude. I got to tell you about the dinner we had at his house. It was insane. Anyway, he's a French guy, I guess. I don't know. I ain't ever ate. Only thing French I've ever eaten is French fries. And I'm telling you, anyway, that's another story. But oh, uh, so we go in there, and I, uh, <laughs> so I had a little duty first there, so I'm walking down the hallway. And, and, or no, it's at lunch, after lunch. So I walk by Grace's computer lab. I look in there and I see Mr. Albert sitting in his chair at his desk. I'm like, hey, Mr. Albert, as I'm walking to the front office, he goes, um, come here, coach. And I walk in there, you know how he talks, come here, coach. Like crazy. <laughs> yeah. I said, I was like, yes, sir. He goes, uh, where is Mr. Grace? I said, well, I know he's been here. Um, I don't know. So I leave him. And um, as soon as I get out of earsight from him, I get on the phone. I'm like, 
well, first I asked him, so what's going on with Shelby? He goes, well, he has his evaluation. I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me find out. So I get on the phone, and I'm like, he answers. I'm like, Grace, where are you at, dude? He goes, oh, man, I'm sleeping it off in the fall, in the uh, in, in my storage closet back there. Behind, behind, like he had a little storage area behind, you know, teachers had that little <laughs> room. Well, he had an in room, you know, a little storage area. You probably because I'm in that store, I'm in my storage closet taking a nap. I said, well, hey, dummy, I says, uh, Mr. Albert is in your classroom sitting at your desk with students waiting on you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I am. Dying, so I take off running. So I mean, hauling butt, man. I'm running out the deck up outside where Albert can see me, and I go around where I can look through the big windows in the bushes and watch Randy Grace come out of there. <laughs> the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Run, and I get in there and I watch him. Grace walks in there, and I'm telling you. Randy Grace is a professional. He is a pro. I'm telling you. He needs to be on Deaf Comedy Jam. I'm telling you. He's a pro. He walks out. He goes, hey, Mr. Albert. I'm in shock. Hey, Mr. Albert. Hey, sorry. I was having to put the computers up in the storage, up in the attic. I'm sorry. My bad. Hey, guys. I need everybody to log on to your computers. Use this as, I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes through. I'm so flabbergasted. I am absolutely dying. He goes through let the plan like a champion, like getting his feet or staying turns I've never even heard of before. Like, what's in my dog? <laughs> Me and you were getting fired that day. <laughs> that day, like, I couldn't come through that. That day, that was Randy Grace was that kind of a dude, man. Teacher of the Year, he won it that day. you. Can't touch you. 
That's what I still deny. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. This is, a, this is a vote of confidence right here. And now we'd already finished our first undefeated season, so I'm like, okay, cool. And so he goes, um, so we he goes, I'd, I'd like to have you over for dinner. You and your wife over for dinner. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, let's say 7.30. And I was thinking, 7.30 that late? Like, dude, you're an hour and a half of my bedtime. Like, you see, that ain't my cup of tea. So we go in there, and uh, they have this cheese. As, as, as we're sitting there talking, it was me and my wife, him and his wife, and I think another couple, I can't remember who it was. And so I'm sitting there, and they got this cheese out with some crackers, and this cheese is oozing out of it. Like, like what? That ain't even like cheese. Like, where's the Velveeta? Where's the cheddar? Where's the mountain? And I go, uh, Mr. Albert, I ain't never seen cheese ooze like that. Unless it was on a grilled cheese. And it was Velveeta. He goes, Mr. Pettis, it is a brie. I was like, what? Brie? Is that a cheese? He goes, yes. I said, cool. I ain't eating. I'm good. <laughs> we go. So we go. We have to So then we go. And I didn't know this. So like every single dish, Coach, is its own little deal. Like, they give you, like, you walk out there and they bring you your appetizer. Okay. It's one little thing. You eat it up. Then they come out here and they bring you your salad. Okay. You eat it up. And then they go to the kitchen and bring out your main course. Okay. Well, then you eat it up. And then they come out there and they bring you your dessert. Okay. Then you eat it up. And then they bring you out your palate cleanser. And so I'm sitting here like, what in the hell are we doing? This is at the man's house. At the man's house. Uh, ain't no restaurant. This is at his house. Not a restaurant at his house in Columbus, Georgia, right behind the uh, uh, Mormon Church, right there on Macon Road or whatever it is. Ooh, wait. What? Thank you. 
He said, okay, good. I'm glad you, I said, I did. I, the, the, the taste of gravy was awesome. I said, I don't know what the dessert was. I said, but kind of like heated up pudding. Am I right? He goes, coach, 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 coach. That was creme brulee. <laughs> he said, creme brulee. I said, what's it made out of? And he said, well, it's more of a custard. I said, so pudding. I was right. <laughs> I said, it was good. I said, but I do have a question for you here. What's up? Is there any way you could have served all that at one time? He goes, that's not how the French do it. I said, well, it's a good thing I'm not in France. Like, my God, it took forever. He goes, what was the town you said you were from? I said, yeah, we walked. My God, that wouldn't happen if we walked. I promise you. We had to put all them other things done in 30 minutes. We'd have been out. So, but I loved Albert. He, so we got investigated, dude. We got investigated. Miss <laughs> Dr. Swearingen. So we had a couple kids. When This is back when Shaw was Shaw. Shaw Charlie Flowers was the head coach. And so I go to a Georgia Tech clinic. And uh, there's a couple kids from Columbus out there throwing the ball. And there's a kid named Chucky Joe McQuarrie. Chucky Joe, and I told this to everybody in the world. People have called me, especially when Kelly won the state championship. Yeah, I say, and they said, hey, uh, you know, y'all were there. Y'all were the original ones that turned it around. I said, yeah, but I said, they asked. I said, I, look, I didn't turn anything around. I said, it can all 100% be contributed to a young kid named Chucky Joe McQuarrie. He was a backup quarterback at Shaw. I saw him at a clinic, and I talked to him, and I was working at the clinic, uh, and um, Steve Campbell was the O-line coach at a lot of Georgia Tech people. was the O-line coach at um, Georgia Tech, and uh, Steve and I played football together at Troy. And so I stayed up there for a couple days helping them work the camp. Anyway, Chucky Joe transfers to the Chile. Well, he had already left Shaw, went from Shaw to Spencer because he wanted to be the guy. And we, he really transferred from Spencer to us, but he just hadn't attended class there. And then his cousin, I mean, anyway, it became like an influx of kids came to Michelli, like four or five of them. And so when he come over there, and this was like, I mean, like the day we started football, maybe we'd already started football practice, I'm not sure, but anyway... So I called Charles Flowers and said, hey, dude, I got this guy from from Spencer, but he said he played for you. I want to talk to you because me and Charles are good friends. I said, Chucky Joe McQuarrie is a coach, great player, can run, can do all these. I mean, he is a great player. I said, great. I said, here's he's at your school. I said, yeah. I said, and is Chris Gainey is too. Oh, I said, Josh Bland is and Gordon Griswold. He goes, who? I said, Gordon Gray. Wait, 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 wait. And I said, and Chris Gates, wait, 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 wait. The last three, he's like, wait, 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 wait. I go, why, why? He goes, they played for me. I go, I don't know. They enrolled in school, coach. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And so I was like, coach, I'm just telling you. I got a call. I've never spoke to those people in my life. So anyway, we go through this whole deal and, um, 
So we go undefeated, and we're killing it. I mean, we had Matt Dunham, who broke uh, Robert Toombs' record for touchdowns. And, I mean, we're just killing it. So anyway, we get to the last game of the season. Or we, we get a couple weeks before the last game where we played Brookstone. And so we get a, a call. Dr. Swearingen calls me. He said, Coach Pettit, hey, this is – wasn't his name Ralph Swearingen? Yeah. He goes, Coach, this is a Ralph Swearingen. I said, hey, Dr. Swearingen. He's like, what's going on there? You know, and he goes, um, and I try to get involved and get to know all those people, whatever state I'm in. So I says, hey, he goes, we, we got a, a complaint. It's okay. He said, I'm going to send it to you. Um, I just need you to send me everything you got on it, and that way we can get it cleared up, especially y'all are undefeated in, in the playoffs. It's okay. Awesome. So, um <laughs> He calls me, and he goes, you'll be getting a letter today. Say it is. I said, okay. I said, I'm glad you called me. First, I go up there and tell my principal because he's a nervous Nancy. He'll absolutely lose his mind. You, am I right? Correct. Because <laughs> so, he ain't no athletic guy. <laughs> no, not even close. Don't care nothing about athletics. <laughs> None. And, so, if and I know if, 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 if he ever... If John Albert ever walked across that parking lot, it was serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you had to talk to him, it was not for, he wasn't asking you how your day was. And he wasn't coming all the way out there. Negative. Like he'd call you on the phone. And so, I was like, I'm glad you called me because I ain't going to ask phone the rest of the day. And so, I said, but yeah, I'll send you, when I get the letter, I'll send you everything we got. It's all legit. We talked for a while. He goes, I've never had a problem with you guys. I'm not worried about it. But I got a coach who's complaining about it. So I get on the phone. I call Charles. Uh, I said, Coach Flowers, I, I called you about these people. You know I didn't recruit these kids. He goes, I know, but my parents are on me. And I'm like, okay, because y'all are killing it. And I said, but y'all are too. I mean, y'all are too. And he goes, but, you know, we got some injuries now. now they're, I said, okay, whatever. But you know we didn't. He goes, I, I've already talked to Swearingen and told him that you called me the day they showed up. I said, well, I appreciate it. So anyway, so I hang up. And about that time, I mean, it wasn't. I knew what time the mail ran. And about that time, we're getting ready to go out. And this was a Friday, Coach. This was a Friday. And uh, we got a game, and we're playing Taylor County at uh, Doughboy Stadium at Fort Benning because I knew some guys from when I served at, at, at uh, Benning. And so we were going to play at Doughboy Stadium. We're playing Taylor County. We're about to get on the bus. And I look up, and here comes Albert across the parking lot. I'm like, boy, this ain't good. So he comes across there and says, Coach, can I see you for a minute? Just nervous as he can be. I said, yeah, come on. He says, um... I got this letter, certified mail. He, he goes, I says, he goes, and I think you need to read it. I said, hold on a minute. And I loved the mess with Albert. I loved it. It was better than anything under the planet when you could mess with Because once he told me I was untouchable, well, then I'm just going to I'm just gonna mess with you now. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy myself. And I said, hold on a minute. I bet I know who it's from. He said, there's no way you could ever know. I says, GHSA. Why, yes, Mr. Pettis. That's who it's 
I said, I bet it's about Chucky Joe McQuarrie, Josh Bland, Gordon Griswold, Chris Gaines. <gasps> How could you ever know that? I said, look, you know, my dad's a Pentecostal preacher, dude. <laughs> we ain't none. We ain't a Catholic. So I know. <laughs> he goes, I don't think you should talk like that. I said, listen, I talked to Dr. Swearingen earlier today. I said, I've already sent him all the stuff. He said, you didn't let me see it. I said, why? I said, it's just a statement, uh, a statement of power from Georgia Power. I don't know what else I could. That's all we can send is when they enroll, what, what we can send to them. He goes, okay, well, good job. I said, I said, hey, I said, you know how many times you tell me to stay in my lane? He goes, yes, I'm staying in your lane. I got this. We're good. <laughs> so we go on, and we beat Taylor County. We come back, and we're getting ready to play um, something at McIntosh Academy, MCA. MCA, McIntosh County Academy, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So that was the school. So we're playing them at our place. That was the, the day that the, the quarterback turned around and, and spiked it. But he turned around completely backwards and spiked it. And we scooped, scored, and beat them. They were trying to win the game. But anyway, so it, all the story short, we're getting ready to play them. And I'll tell you, we already got done with pregame meal. We're taping. He comes down there so giddy, like just shaking his hands like a like a lady, like, the, like she's trying to – draw off the dang fingernails, you know how they do, and he goes, Coach, we got cleared, we got cleared, I was like, what? I said, I told you they what, I mean, like, we didn't do anything wrong, <laughs> yeah. it was just so funny, I mean, John Albert, my God, I used to joke with him, like, don't you wish he'd have cut that eyebrow, though? He was a different dude, now. Now, he came from Aquinas, up. Yeah, I was at Aquinas in the late 90s, from 95 to 2000. And he left Aquinas and went to Pacelli because we were sister schools with with Pacelli. And I didn't, I went, I'm not Catholic, so I didn't know what was going on with that part of it. Anytime they had any of that kind of stuff going on, but. I know he's left there. there. Go to any of the teacher comp. Remember how they would have those little things? Yeah, I didn't get invited. It's about like me either. Yeah. Hey, y'all don't invite me. I mean, like they'd have Ash Wednesday and they'd have the cross on their forehead, and I look at the the kids and be like, "Hey, you got something on your forehead?" And they're like, "I did that, uh, dude. It's Ash Wednesday," and I'm like. That just means Easter's almost here to me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. And then, like, first time we said the Lord's Prayer, and they didn't say, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And kids, like, elbow, they're, like, elbowing me going, Coach, Coach, Coach. And I went, what? And the kid that, you know, was Methodist that went to school there was like, Coach, they don't say that part. And I was like, oh. It took me a while to kind of learn all the little, you know, ins and outs. But So, we, hey, we went. Father Matt, my first year, Father Matt, we'd go to Country Barbecue in Columbus to eat pregame meal. But Father Madden was the priest. We had Father Straight with the head honcho, and then you had Father Madden and another one, a big old heavy set guy. And so the heavy set guy was my favorite, but Father Madden was an Irishman. I think it was Madden. Anyway, so he would uh, he would go to the, my first first ever. We're playing Mount Zion. We're getting ready to. We're doing a pregame meal. 
or maybe it was, I can't remember, Trinity up there near Mount Zion or something. They were coming and playing us. Anyway, we're getting ready to say the blessing. And he starts saying the prayer. This is no joke, Coach. He goes, Father, I know that we never win. <laughs> and I know that chances of us winning tonight are not very good. <laughs> but I want us to play with great sports. I said, <clears throat> excuse me, Bob, Bob, appreciate you. Thank you. I interrupted you. I thank you. I said, hey, everybody bow your head. And I'm sitting there, and I was like, my first year. I wanted to use the Joe Pesci of uh, my cousin. Everything that guy just said is bullshit, God. <laughs> it's what I wanted to say. <laughs> so I give him a good old Pentecostal holiness prayer. <laughs> and he walks out. Father Shrek calls me the next Monday. And I told him what he said. He goes, well, you shouldn't stop. I said, appreciate it. Like, dang. I don't mean golly. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, the has got a lot of, whew, it's got a lot of places in my book that I'm going to write. Pacelli was a different animal, brother. Hey, but I got to tell you one more story. I know we've been on one while. I got to tell you this story, though. So we had, and I'm not going to use his name, but he was a colonel at Fort Benning. And all of your listeners who served in the Army out of Fort Benning, you know how these colonels are. They are know-it-alls. They know everything about everything. And his son played offensive line for me. And anybody from Michelli listening that played back in the early 2000s will know he talked with a lift like that. Not the dad, the kid. But anyway, so he was hammering me up in the stand. Hammering me. Now, look, we ran the wing tee, the wings. We ran the wing tee, you know, and it, it, it was great. And Man, we, we had a thousand-yard rusher every year. It was great. So anyway, we get up there, and I'm sitting there, and he's hammering me in the stand. And my wife was like, hey, there's this one guy. Like, oh, my God, he is killing you in the stand. And we're getting that first year getting the brake speed off us. And we're playing Miller County and maybe it's Taylor County. They, they had a daggum wing back tight end type that was so big and strong and fast. Anyway, he's like, man, he was telling me these plays and, and what you should be doing. I said, well, next time, tell him to come down and give them to him. We're getting me that bad. I might need them. Just tell him to <laughs> And so, anyway, he comes up to me and goes, he calls me that day and says, Coach, he says, uh, I want to come give you some, 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 some plays. I said, all right, well, come, come, out, come out to school. I want to talk to you. All right. We didn't care what it was we talked about. I want to talk to you. I said, well, come out come at this time. He comes, kids are getting ready to coach, and he was a little bit late. I'm sorry I'm late. I know I'd be here, but, hey, listen, I ain't going to keep you, but I got two plays to score. They will score every time you run them. I said, all right, we'll show them to me. Hey, coach, I got my pad out, and I'm, I got my damn practice schedule ready to go, and I'm ready to walk out to practice. And I got my practice schedule ready, and so I take out a sheet of paper out of my little thing, and 
I'm looking at him, and he's drawing it up on the board, and I'm drawing up the formation. Like, I mean, I'm, I am a student of the game at this point. I'm like, all right, I just is saving up there. You know, I'm like, all right, got you, got you, got you. And so he draws, well, you look, you got 12 now. You can't have 12. <laughs> he goes, well, oh, this is great. So he goes, well, you got to put somebody else on line scrimmage. Oh, yeah, this one. And he's drawing up the plays, and he's showing me the blog. He's saying, this coach, I like it. I like it, Colonel. I like it. He gets to John and says, hey, now let me ask this question. Does the quarterback reverse out? Does he front out? I mean, I'm asking questions. Because I know colonels are attention to detail. I serve their attention to detail. So I'm trying to be a good soldier and a good coach. And I'm, I'm asking questions. He said he got them drawing the plastic. Man, that's awesome. Appreciate you, man. I got to get to practice. And I put it play in my pocket. I go to walk out. He said, whoa, whoa, coach, coach, coach. He said, I, I got two of them. That'll score. I said, hey, if that's going to score every time I run it, I don't need that second one. <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing, just like you did. He goes, Coach, are you trying to tell me to mind my own business? I said, no. I'm just saying, though, if that scores every time I run it, hell, I don't need that second play. I'm good. I'll run this one every time. <laughs> And we ended up being great friends after that. But that's a fact. That happened. And Jeff Battles is sitting there dying. He says, hey, how did you know how to do that? I said, listen, sometimes you just got to let them talk, brother. Sometimes they just want to talk. You just got to let them talk. Well, you are absolutely going to have to be a recurring uh, character on here because that is just one of your many stops. Dude, I got so many great ones. Hey, listen. Here's what people are going to want to hear. I coached a team, honestly, God, at Dr. Phillips that had Barry Larkin's son, Ken Griffey Jr.'s son on the team. Yeah. Talk about hilarious. Oh, I'm sure that, that you're definitely going to have to come back and, and share some more about that. Ain't no yeah, doubt. That's are hilarious. Coach, I'm so glad you allowed me to be a part of this. Well, I'm so glad you agreed to do it. This is what we're, you know, what we're trying to do because it's, a, I mean, just stuff that we talk about at clinics when we get together. You know, whether we're telling stories on kids or telling stories on each other, I don't think the average everyday person understands the level of nonsense that we deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> whether it's kids that tell us that they caught two cobras behind the house with the bare hands. Oh my God! Yeah, we had one do that. We shared that with a recruiter the other day, and the and and we were at a recruiting fair, and the college coach is looking at us like, "I think y'all are making this up." And oh, and I'm like, "No, we call that third period. That's a normal day." That's a normal day. I had a kid one time. You know that little website for the hearing impaired where you type your messages? Mm-hmm. I had I had a parent at Shelly come screeching up, I mean, in her car, in her nightgown. Come on. Where's my kid? I'm like, ma'am, he's in third period or second period. No, he's been murdered at the birth of Gene. I'm like, I just literally saw him walk into class. This dummy got into Randy Grace's class. Was on that hearing impaired, and it was that like the police phone that uh, her son had been killed at the Burger King. That's fantastic. Unreal. You you can't make this up. No, you can't mm-hmm. make it up. No, and we deal with it every day. <laughs> oh, I'm every day. Well, 
I hope to see you. You gonna be at uh, you gonna be at the Nike in Orlando. Yeah, I'm, 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 I think uh, uh, coach got me talking. James got me talking again. So you're speaking. All right. All right. Well. You, dog. All right. See you, buddy. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you. All right, man. All right, bye. -bye.